The demand for energy is accelerating like never before. New sources are emerging and established ones are evolving. Collectively, all sources will provide the fuel needed to support future global demand. Here on the Energy Scale-Ups podcast, we explore and learn about the people and companies solving today's problems to produce tomorrow's energy needs. Here is your host, Jose Solis. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Halliburton Labs. Halliburton Labs works with early stage companies to help accelerate their growth by providing access to operational expertise, mentorship, as well as financing opportunities as companies prepare to scale. Enter to win their weekly giveaway at halliburtonlabs.com forward slash giveaway. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Energy Scale-Ups podcast, episode 20. I'm your host, Jose Solis. Now, the weather is starting to change here in Houston, so I'm going to switch it up here a little bit on the podcast this week. I know we normally have guests and we tell their stories, but I've been doing a lot of research and I wanted to share what I've been finding with the audience. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So let's just jump right in. Okay, first up, we've got the clean energy dream team. Just like in sports, business is the same. People want to come together who know they have talent, they have ability, they have resources, they want to make something big happen. Now, what's happened here is Renewco Power has been formed by a team of energy sector entrepreneurs, and they aim to accelerate the development of clean energy projects. They're going to focus on the rollout of large-scale solar and wind farms across the UK and Europe. The new venture targets the development of assets with more than 4 gigawatts of capacity within five years. Now, to put that in perspective, I did a little bit of homework and I found that the top clean energy company in the US, which is Next Era Energy, produces 42 gigawatts of renewable energy and they have a market cap of $165 billion. Now, the reason I bring that up is because Renewco is backed by an investment of 24 million pounds. Now, that equates to about $32.6 million from a company called SSE, which is formerly known as the Scottish and Southern Energy Business, our company, via Corn Capital. SSE's financial contribution will enable the business to accelerate the team's ambitious growth strategy, which comes at a great time because the UK aims to reduce its overall emissions by 78% by the year 2035. The firm's founders include two of Europe's most successful renewable power entrepreneurs by the name of Franz van den Halvel, don't make me say that again, <laughs> former chief executive of Solar Century, and Alan Baker, former leader of Air City. The team is being led by the chief executive, Gavin McCallum, who has a background in private equity and the energy sector, including a stint with BP Alternative Energy. The team is also joined by Alp Carly as the chief commercial officer and Roman Kiyin, who will serve as the chief investment officer. The founders have more than 100 years of combined renewable development and investment experience, having successfully developed more than 10 gigawatts of renewables in around 50 countries, raising more than 2 billion pounds in finance to finance these assets in the process. So lots of experience. They've got a lot of talent. It looks like they've got a lot of work in front of them, but I think that they have the capability to do it for sure. Really interested to see how all of this comes together. Now, the team was brought together by a gentleman by the name of Gary Lesseur, and he's the former partner of SEP, who recently found, founded Corn Capital in Edinburgh to invest in clean energy 
and climate-focused companies. Lasura will chair Renewco and will be joined on the board by Derek Allen, head of SGN Smart, the intelligent meter service provider and former chairman of Solar Century. Hey, it's Mark LaCour, editor-in-chief here at OGGN. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to bring up a few quick things for September. First, our happy hour. If you don't know this, our happy hours are usually last Thursday of each month here in Houston, unless there's a holiday. And this month is no different. It's going to be Thursday, September 30th at the Canon. Our happy hours are much more than a social event. Our happy hours include a learning component, very strong networking, food and drinks, and then most importantly, the money that we raise goes to fight human sex trafficking. So by you showing up at our happy hours and participating, you're helping us fund the fight. So thank you. Then we have a new show, our Low Carbon Solutions show. It is awesome. It's very pro-oil and gas. At the same time, we're also exploring low-carbon solutions. And if you don't know this, besides the podcast you're listening to right now, we have 14 other podcasts for your listening pleasure. You can find them all at OGGN.com or any place that you download and listen to podcasts. Then finally, if you want to do something different, if you want to play a role with us here at OGGN, maybe have a little bit of fun, join the OGGN Street Team on LinkedIn. Just go search for OGGN Street Team, sign up. It's completely free to you. It's our all-volunteer group doing really cool stuff, such as reading pro-oil and gas books to elementary school kids. Yes, you heard me right. We are helping educate our world's young people on the pros of oil and gas, on the advantages of the fact that hydrocarbons are the most valuable molecule to mankind. We're doing that. Why don't you come help us with that? And if you don't want to help us with that, maybe you can help us with our social media or being a part of our press team or 101 other things. But we can't do anything unless you sign up at LinkedIn. So go do it right now. Hopefully, this was not too much of an interruption. I will see you again next month. Okay, up next, we have a joint venture to produce hydrogen offshore. Now, like two people coming together to run a, you know, run a business, do a project, a joint venture obviously is between two businesses or more sometimes. And this happens all the time, not only to share in the opportunity, but to also share in the risk as well and, and to make something bigger happen. In this instance, Aquaterra Energy has signed a partnership with renewable hydrogen producer and supplier Life, which is spelled L-H-Y-F-E, just thought that was kind of cool, and offshore drilling contractor Bore Drilling to develop an innovative concept for offshore green hydrogen production in the North Sea. These organizations will develop an industrial-scale offshore green hydrogen production concept by deploying an electrolyzer system on a converted jackup rig. That's pretty cool. Now, although winds far out in the North Sea are an exceptional renewable resource, the remote locations create challenges around grid connectivity and intermittency of supply. This unique, flexible solution will solve this issue by providing an offtake for the electricity producer near the wind farm and aids in use of existing platforms, pipelines, terminal infrastructure, and offshore equipment, leveraging this existing infrastructure to reduce their costs. With governments pushing net zero initiatives forward, the race to produce hydrogen are on with companies like Dolphin, Siemens, and others investing resources into similar projects. Note that the consortium welcomes any interested parties to submit inquiries while the concept is still in early stages. So if you got some ideas for technology, for offshore hydrogen creation, then you know you might want to reach out to these folks and get in on the ground floor while they're still planning this project out. 
Okay, up next, we have a clash of the tycoons. And I'm not talking about Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos over here. I'm talking about the Indian tycoons, Gautam Adani and Mukesh Ambani, the number one and number two richest guys in India. These two are going toe-to-toe to find out who's going to be the king in renewable energy in the country. And it's getting pretty heated pretty fast. So the story goes that India's Aldani Group will invest $20 billion in renewable energy over the next 10 years and will aim to make its ports business a net zero carbon emitter by 2025. Now, he told this to a group of JP Morgan India investors at a summit that the money would be invested across the group's renewable energy generation, component manufacturing, transmission, and distribution businesses. Now, this announcement from Aldani comes just months after the other tycoon, Mukesh Ambani's announcement of investing $10 billion in green energy over the next three years, a move that could ignite a bidding war for solar plants and other renewable energy facilities. The two gentlemen are vying to be at the forefront of India's prime minister's ambition to ramp up green energy capacity in the world's second most populous country more than fourfold to 450 gigawatts by 20. 30. That's enormous. Aldani went on to say that the group will triple its renewable power generation capacity to 63% of its total portfolio, up from 21% currently. That means adding that adding to that over 75% of the company's planned capital expenditures until 2025 will be in green technologies. Aldani also went on to say that we will be the first Indian data center company that will power all of its data centers with renewable energy by 2030. That's pretty awesome. Now, it also goes on to say that the group has been, Aldani's group, has been the country's biggest coal trader and has faced criticism from climate activists to push operate the Carmichael mine in Australia, one of the world's biggest greenfield coal projects in recent years. Now, as it stands, the group currently has about 5,000 megawatts of operational renewable energy generation capacity and another 51, 5,200 megawatts under execution. Now, it has confirmed a pipeline of 9,750 megawatts and another 4,500 megawatts where it is likely to win contracts. Aldani also expressed that managing the climate crisis will require every country in the world to unite perhaps like never before, and work together. So he wants to bring people together to you know, tackle the climate crisis while also doing the best he can for his country. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this shakes out. It might not just be you know, just these two titans going after it. They're really trying to do something good here. So I'm really interested to see how all of this starts to shake out in the future. All right. To cap off our current events, we're going to go over some funding and M&A roundup in the clean energy sector, starting with Interview, an energy storage solution company providing metal hydrogen batteries announced that it has raised $100 million in Series A funding. Schlumberger New Era Energy led the round, accompanied by Saudi Aramco Energy Ventures and others. The company will use the funding to build a gigafactory in the United States, accelerate research and development efforts, and expand its sales force as it scales its distribution capabilities with strategic partnerships like the one announced with Schlumberger New Energy. Okay, moving on. Arcadia, a clean energy technology company providing national access to energy data and renewables, raised $100 million in a Series D funding round. 
led by Tiger Global Management and the Drawdown Fund with participation from new investors, Wellington Management, Reimagined Ventures, Camber Creek, MCJ Collective, and existing investors, Energy Impact Partners, G2 Venture Partners, Inclusive Capital, and Box Group. Up next, Bidgley, or B-I-D-G-E-L-Y Bidgley, a developer of energy monitoring and management solutions for household appliances, announced the closing of a $26 million round of strategic funding. More strategic ventures led the round, and a current international, an investment venture of Baham Havida, co-founder and ex-CEO of Open Systems International, joined the unsubscribed round also included in existing investors such as Future Energy Ventures, Georgian, and Constellation Technology Ventures. The company plans to bolster its utility electrification and decarbonization innovations deployed around the world. Bridgely raised its last 27 million Series C round in 2018. The company has now raised a total of $77 million in funding. Okay, up next, Silfab Solar, a monoperk solar module manufacturing company, received an investment from Arc Financial Corporation's Energy Fund 9 with co-investments from Ontario Power Generation, Pension Plan, and BDC Capital's Cleantech Practice. Silfab plans to use the latest fundraise to significantly expand its U.S. solar production and supply chain footprint and service the growing customer consumer appetite for American-made premium quality solar panels. That's pretty interesting. All right, moving on. We've got Babcock and Wilcock, a global energy and environmental technologies and services for the power and industrial markets, signed a definitive agreement to acquire a majority ownership stake in Fulcher Construction Company, an industrial utility-scale solar services provider. The transaction is expected to close at the end of September 2021. Up next, Peerk Renewables, Energy and Engineering Operations and Maintenance Company for Renewable Energy Projects acquired Mountain Renewables, a provider of technical field services for wind energy and utility-scale solar projects. Mountain Renewables is Pierce Renewables' third acquisition this year. It acquired Mortensen Energy Services in 2021 and ANA Wind Pros in March of 2021 to expand its wind major component exchange blade repair cleaning, and technical services. Next up, we have Victor Capital Holdings, an investment management company signed a definitive agreement to acquire 100% of New Energy Capital's partners and an alternative asset management firm in clean energy infrastructure projects and companies. The acquisition was made through the wholly owned subsidiary, Victory Capital Management. Following that, we have European Solar Energy Development Joint Venture, the joint venture company established between Rena Solar Power and Eiffel Investment Group, completed the acquisition of its first batch of 200 megawatt solar projects in Spain, France, and Poland. In May 2021, Rena Solar Power and Eiffel created European Solar Energy Development, JV, a 5149 joint venture company with Rena Solar having 51% ownership stake and Eiffel having 49%. The joint venture company intends to develop up to 700 megawatts of solar projects in the next three years across Europe. Eiffel provided the capital to fund the development of the, those projects. And finally, Odyssey Energy Solutions, an asset management platform, acquired Ferntech, 
a provider of remote monitoring and controlled solutions for off-grid power systems. Odyssey is currently facilitating the flow of funds totaling over $900 million. Well, there you have it, folks. That is this week's episode of the podcast. I'd like to make a special mention that all of this information was sourced from Constellation, which is a clean energy community where people can stay informed and connect, share and discuss clean energy ideas, articles, events, and more. It's powered by our sponsor, Halliburton Labs. If you want to check it out, there's a link in the show notes or connect with me and I'll get you hooked up with the community. My email address is jose.solis at oggn.com. If you want to find out more, shoot me an email. Be happy to connect you and get you on the platform. Also, be aware that Halliburton Labs is having their finalist day on September 30th. It's a virtual event. It's free to attend. I highly recommend it. There's going to be nine finalists pitching their companies to see who gets into the next cohort for Halliburton Labs. Also, make sure you enter to win our weekly giveaway. Halliburton Labs has been very generous in supplying us with a backpack to give away each week. So I highly encourage you to enter to win. Also, please make sure you rate, review, and connect if you've got feedback. I always want to hear from our listeners. I know there's not a lot of you right now, but I want to hear from you. I'd love to hear about ideas for future shows. You know, if you have recommendations for guests, all of those things, please connect with me again. My email address is jose.solis at oggn.com. Drop me an email. I check them. I will get back to you. I promise. So until next week, you guys keep up the fire and I'll see you on the high ground. Join us again next week for another episode of the Energy Scale-Ups podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at oggn.com.